Put your two hands on the hurl podcast. 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 Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Two Hands on the Hurl podcast. I am your host of this episode, Liam, and uh, joining me today we have up first. I'm introducing him first, not because he's the prettiest or the sexiest, but more because I just want to get it over and done with. Uh, he's the guy that, when using his French accent, sounds more Irish. Yes, guys, you've guessed it. It's Mark. Mark, how you know? Hello, how are we? Very tired, but glad to be here. Yeah. Good, to, <laughs> good, good to have you on, brother. All right, Thank up you. next, yeah, the next on the list, this man hails all the way from Cam Ross, yeah? I've been told that this guy is like being quarantined with an annoying child, yeah? The child that loves the sound of their own voice, yeah? <laughs> this man doesn't have a welcome mat at his front door because he's not a liar. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Anthony Gulliton. How are you, Anthony? I'm good. Someone said we want to be Jeremy Clarkson this week as well. So, uh, yeah, that could be the next thing, Tro. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll write that down, bud. I'll write that down. <laughs> and up last, folks, I nearly forgot this guy, yeah, because he's so quiet. He never speaks, but when he does, it's... Uh, it's always wise, yeah. Um, yeah, this guy, just uh, we've just told him before this episode to turn up his mic, so hopefully you can hear him properly this week. It's the one and only TJ Mills. How are you now, brother? After that introduction, Liam, I think I turned it down. But <laughs> good, good. Well, we can hear you better now this week, TJ. <laughs> I know, it's, uh, it's better reception in Stony, better reception. Happy days, happy days. Story. Right, so how are the boys? How are we all getting on? I'm okay. I'm, I, you're okay. I, I'm tired anyway, but look, I'm, I'm here to uh, do a job. Sounds like you're on your own. always tired. I am yeah, pretty much just, I am yeah. pretty much just out of bed. Literally. Well, it's a like quarter to three over here, it's quarter to two over in over your yeah. apartment. Wow, what a time difference. <laughs> yes. Holy crap. Massive, massive time difference. Yeah. Sure, remember last so you don't week, know your arse from your elbow at this point. So last week's episode, I, I woke, we said we record at 11 o'clock and I woke up at 10 o'clock after finishing the work at four and I was ready to go and you were like, lad. Yeah, another hour. Another hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, Shalok, you got a nice, uh, you got a nice old lion t- uh, today. Shalok, mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll crack on anyway, so lads, right. We said we'd start off today's episode just talking about uh, players' wages um, in terms of like the highest played sports players in the world. And um, I think, Anto, you said you'd like to, uh, to crack on with this one, bud. Yeah, just uh, players' wages really hit the headlines this week with the ludicrous contract that Patrick Mahomes II is signing with the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, immensely talented player, a Super Bowl winner already at 24 years of age, but this year, he was on a salary of, in 2020 of $850,000, which is a fair salary to start with. Now, for the NFL, it's it's minuscule, to be fair, even though I know that sounds ridiculous. But he signed a 10-year contract extension this week worth $503 million over 10 years. Uh, it's a $50 million a year contract, obviously. $63 million is guaranteed money upon signing the contract. $141 million is guaranteed in the event of an injury, which is it's outrageous, really, isn't it? Uh, you'd love it though, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, guaranteed you'd love it, but just it, it kind of sparked a bit of a debate about players' wages and how highly 
and how ridiculously highly players are getting paid. And it seems to be going up and up and up every year. This year on the Forbes list, I was just running through it this year. I mean, yeah. the top 100 alone in Forbes in sports have earned 3.6 billion. Uh, out of the top 100 sports stars, I mean, that's incredible. And in, in terms of that list, then, where would Patrick Mahomes sit? Patrick Mahomes um, will barely make the top 10, <laughs> believe Ooh. it or not. Roger Federer this year is the highest earner, uh, first ever time a tennis player to top the polls. He earned 106.3 million this year. Cristiano Ronaldo is a very close second and 105 million with Lionel Messi um, with 104 million. Now, Ronaldo and Messi have both taken pay cuts this year, which is why they're not number one and two, which is kind of extraordinary. 105 and 104 million have taken pay cuts. Um, to complete the top 10, I won't go through all their individual weeks, but to complete the top 10, we've got Neymar in fourth, LeBron James in fifth, Stefan Curry is sixth, Kevin Durant seven, Tiger Woods is eight, Kirk Cousins is nine, and uh, Carson Wentz is 10. Um, on the Lady side of things, it's kind of it kind of sparks another debate. Really, it was about you know men and women's wages. Naomi Osaka is the highest paid female player, thirty seven point four million. The the tennis player is twenty two years old, but she's in twenty ninth place. She's the first woman represented on the list, which again is yeah. um, it's kind of an indictment of women's sports. Really, they're 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 not getting paid as well as men, and it's 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 but something that really needs to be talked about. It's a kind of an interesting topic because. Um... Like you see, you see a lot, they give out about a lot in the women's football because they don't earn the same money men do. But like, it, 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 it's a touchy subject. You don't want to talk about too much though. But like, you don't see the crowds or the endorsements at women's football games, and that's just how it is. It, it's sad, but that's just how it is, though. But it has to change. Oh, hundred percent. Like, but hundred percent has to change. Like, it'd be great if women's sport got up to that level of men. So, but it's just fucking harsh. That's just how it is. The people. Don't seem to be as interested in men's or women's and men's. Yeah, and it is a debate that we'll probably have where we can de- dedicate more time to it on the podcast in in the next couple of weeks because I'd I'd actually like to get on a female guest so we can have a bit of balanced opinion on it rather than just four yeah. guys talking about their girls' game, which I don't think is very fair. Yeah. But on the yeah. topic of, um, we will come back to it, and I don't mean to cut off it, but just on the topic of the players' wages this year, it's have we lost one of ourselves completely, guys? I think it's interesting because, um, to my knowledge, it was a ten-year deal he signed, and I, I, I don't, I never heard anything like a ten-year deal before. Now. So that was it. When I, I, I like American football, I watch it a good bit now, but I was kind of like, wait, what? Do, do guys, do you think it's smart on his behalf though to sign a deal that long? Like in terms of American football, where they're probably getting injured, and like they have that philosophy of if you get injured, it's next man up. So like, like if you get injured, you're you're gone for the season. Basically, is the next person up is set to fill that spot as good as you were able to fill it. He is what twenty four, I think, didn't he? Or? Yeah, twenty four. Yeah, twenty four. Yeah. So it's it, differently. Was differently was in the thirties, early thirties, which few admired though. But like, uh, uh, to answer your question, yes, it is a bit weird. But the fact that he's so young, it's not as bad. Like he probably is good at negotiating contracts. He's he's a son of a former um, Major League Baseball pitcher, actually Pat Mahomes. So he have a family experience of negotiating professional contracts, which probably wouldn't be any harm. But still, like Liam, as you were saying there about um, is it a clever business to sign a ten-year contract at that age? I mean, he's getting sixty-three million guaranteed, sixty-three guaranteed million dollars, but or sorry, sixty-three million dollars guaranteed for just signing the contract. And that's before it's, any it's games or anything, before is it? Before game. Before game. 
that's guaranteed money upon signing the contract. Well, one point I just make on it, lads, and just the discussion before, I make it clear I only watched the Super Bowl and I wouldn't know much about American football up to that. But if you say consider rugby, you consider golf, you consider tennis, they're all worldwide sports. I mean, it, it, American football is in the name, American football. You might get a college game over in Ireland or a, a Twickenham at a very odd time. So I think that's where it's ludicrous. If you look at, say, soccer players, it's kind of a worldwide game. You have international players, the likes of Ronaldo playing for Portugal and Messi playing for Argentina and all of that. But considering just an American football player, it kind of a, it'd be like a GEA player being paid that much money and it wouldn't be worldwide. Yeah. I think so, but at the same time, this kind of comes back to, like Mark saying it earlier, like they have the investors, they have the the crowds going to the games, like they have money being pumped into it, like, you know. Yeah, I suppose, but even with college football, it is mega over there. I mean, if you went to a Fitzgibbon Cup team uh, game, for instance, you know what I mean? If you had a couple of hundred supporters, you'd be doing okay. I mean, maybe a couple of thousand at the final. Over there, they're attracting 60, 70, 80 thousand people to college. That's a really interesting thing about it, though, because... I'm I'm always baffled in America how they do their sports. Like you have to say, your NFL is like the Premier League, and then the college football is like the Championship, and then even their secondary school, which would be high school over there, is basically League One, and that's how it is. They have been, imagine imagine seventeen years old just for leaving there going to um, uh, a county final, um, for your school. You, you could have over there they have about a couple, a couple of thousand people at it's. It's absolutely, it's it's amazing to see, but it's it's crazy. So it is, but that's what that was like over there in, in all those big sports. So does anyone get? It's mad, yeah, mad a couple of thousand people at an under eighteen event, and yeah, that would be say like the likes of Inkley Kenny, like just like fucking um, you know, it's it's, it's mad, like it's, so it is. Yeah, they are master marketers when it comes to selling their sports anyway to their own people obviously as well I mean they're starting to branch out I mean it's getting big in England as well and stuff um, talks of a, a London franchise coming into the NFL but yeah. not to get too far off topic but it just it just doesn't sit well with me guys I have to be honest just the money these guys are being paid just because they're good at sports is I mean it's the way of the world I mean it's always happened top sports stars have always been paid well but I mean it's when you're getting into the hundreds of millions every year, it's it's getting outraged. I mean, Ronaldo this year declared the first ever billionaire. He's only thirty-four. You know what I mean? It's it's mm. it's incredible. Like these the money these guys are earning, and there doesn't seem to be any stopping it. It's going up and up and up every year. I just don't know where it stops. It's because it's getting more popular and there's more money being pumped into it. Like it's not like they're getting paid for the fun of it. Like they're, they're obviously they're it's obviously well able to fund them. So it's not like, oh, why are they getting that paid that much? It's just, it's just how it is. Like, and there's so much money in it that we just don't realize. Yeah, possibly. I, mean, I just don't see how it's sustainable. Long term, I just don't see how it's sustainable. It's been going on for a decade. Right? It originally would have started in the nineties, realistically, in the early nineties, and the big money started coming in, like actual big money. You wonder. No, just. You wonder would you see an end of it though now? I mean, if you, I, I don't mean to be bringing up pandemic or anything, but if you look at the Premier League, there are no supporters in. You look, uh, even over in America at the moment, it's kind of the epicenter of the pandemic. If crowds aren't able to go to games, will that put pressure on, like, no matter what endorsements goes in or anything, 
if bums aren't in the seats, that's going to be a draw away from clubs as well. So, or, or for, from teams as well. Will you see a kind of a, was this contract signed, kind of, was this negotiated before the current crisis came in? Like, or is, is it kind of after just being a newly negotiated? Like, if you look at, say, negotiation with managers or players, they can go on for months. Will, the, like Anthony going up and up and up will it kind of end with the current situation where there are uncertainty around games even being played and if games aren't being played our supporters aren't there well will the endorsements still come in will these still be the same endorsements just watching it on television like perhaps this will be a reality check perhaps this will be a reality check um i kind of hope so because uh, mm. i i do think the the money that these players are getting. Don't get me wrong, they're talented beyond belief. They do what they do and it's great entertainment for, for us. It keeps us going most days, to be fair. But I just think... That I there's think like, one is, one guy earning so much money is just ridiculous, I really do. It It is outrageous money. Like, But at the end of the day, like they're athletes, they're training how many days a week you know, to actually perform at their best. Yeah, but like, I know so I can... are rugby players. I mean, you know rugby better than anybody. And there's, there will never be a time in our lifetime anyway where a rugby player will get paid anything like that. Yeah, I know. Like, at the end of the day, like, this, this does come back to, like, the, the interest in the sport. Like, I know rugby is a growing sport, but, like, soccer is absolutely massive, like, in terms of your supporters, your endorsements and stuff like that. Like, in terms of rugby, like, where it's just, it's like a new sport in terms of professionalism you know like yeah, it's in its yeah. infancy like you know so like i think maybe in a lot of years like down the line it will be big but i don't as you said i don't think it's going to be as big as soccer or football if you call it football there's not just there's not enough hype around it really so, it so lads patrick mahomes has he got his two hands in the hurl I think he does. I think it was a smart move. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, in fairness, if we got it, we take it. Let's not. Let's not uh, beat it with bush. T. I, te- I wouldn't say two hands on the hurl, Anthony. Two hands on about a couple of baskets of gold bars. I think. <laughs> no, no. He either has his two hands on the hurl or he doesn't have his two hands on the hurl. <laughs> it's a gold hurl, T. It's a gold hurl. That's it. That's it. Monty, <laughs> make your mind up. No, in fair play to him. Fair play to him if he's able to earn that money. Fair play to him, but I but think because he has his two hands in the hurl. Oh, definitely. If he's able, say that then. That's all we asked. Yeah, yeah. That's all we wanted, TJ. <laughs> that's all we wanted, TJ. You know, you like it's like our he endless does. conversations with TJ. TJ, do you agree? I agree with everything you say, but, but. <laughs> and then he just disagrees with everything that we say. <laughs> he didn't have the two hands. I was just saying gold bars, like or a golden hurl or something. It is <laughs> okay. Hey, he has he has it's his two cool. hands on the golden hurl. <laughs> Ooh. Should we change our name to that? Two hands on the golden hurl. I don't know, it's a bit too long, isn't it? It's a bit too long, yeah, yeah. I think we're doing okay where we are. Yeah. Two hands on the hurl is long enough, lads. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right. We'll, uh, we'll, crack, we'll crack on, right? What's up next is Leeds. And I didn't know this until about five minutes ago, but Leeds got promoted this year. Is that right, Mark? Wee oui, wee. Oui. Wee oui, wee. Oui. What does that mean? Is that yes? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, um, like, 
like TJ and Anthony would know much, much better about Leeds than me because they are um, two old dogs. But two like, old dogs, boy. Two old dogs. <laughs> but like, um, I, I think anyone doesn't watch soccer, they surely know about Leeds that they probably have one of the biggest fan bases for a non-Premier League team, which is pretty impressive. Like, like my father's, like if you're over my father, like they love, they all love Leeds, like and. I let two lads talk a bit more, and then that, then I'll jump in. Then I think the two boys will do it a bit more justice, Mark. To be honest. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I know. Be, go ahead. Being honest, Leeds were kind of like the the Mayo of the GA in a sense in the championship. I mean, they came so close so often. I mean, from the heights of when David O'Leary was in charge in the early two thousands to go back to the the level where they went and had to kind of build themselves up again. I mean, you you have to be delighted for him. I won't lie, I have a bit of a graw for Leeds because my grandfather was born there and grown up father it would have supported Leeds as well. So to see him back in the Premier League after going through you could like yeah. they didn't have any financial turmoil, but going down to lower divisions, that's that's a hit to the bank balance like but to get back to the Premier League after kind of having this 16 years I think roughly isn't it it's yeah. and I mean they were they were uh, Anthony you know as well they, they were one of the teams in the Champions League or in Europe back in the early 2000s and yep. um, to go to the lows they did now to say I can't see him going back to the highs of the Champions League again I, or even the Europa League but to stay in the Premier League for a couple of seasons mm. That'd be great to see it. I don't. I don't know one. I don't know one person who probably hates Leeds. Like I think they're, they're such a likable club. I think everyone just has something in their heart. For well, let me kick there. down that door, saw Mark. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> boom, boom, as boom, a Man United boom. fan, as a Man United fan, oh, we wouldn't we be uh, biggest supporters of Leeds United. No, they'd be uh, a rival. Now I have to say, Leeds United are always great when you're talking to a Man City supporter, and I'll explain why. Because despite spending over a billion pounds on players, Leeds have actually gone farther in the Champions League than Man City have. Because Leeds got to the semi-final, Man City had to break that duck. So it's nice to uh, remind Man City fans of just how crap they are every now and again, like you know, and you know, um, give Leeds their their credit, fair play to them. They got to the semi-final once. But anyway, uh, I wouldn't be a huge fan of Leeds to say the least. I I've always respected Leeds as regards to a club that's. You know, they were they were always a, a good team to watch. But I despised Peter Ridsdale when he was there because he used them the club as a cash cow and it's um it never sat well with me. I always thought that club was doomed for failure and it turned out they were and it's it's sad because they were always an established for a division one club and then Premier League club. Um but a lot of bad decisions were made at that club. Now, that can be said of a lot of clubs, obviously, but a club that was where Leeds were shouldn't have fallen to where they've fallen so quickly. And then to spend 16 years trying to get back there, I just... There's a lot of mismanagement at that club. They're sorting it out slowly, but surely, but my God, they made some mess at that club. They had a tremendous club in their hands there, and they threw it all away through bad management. And where are United lately, Anthony? 
I was I just I was hoping you wouldn't mention that because I was just gonna say it's 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 pretty much the current United story. We have Ed Woodward, Cash Cow and the club and the Glazers. Uh, so we're kind of repeating Leeds some mistakes. I hope soon we'll see the back of the Glazers and Ed Woodward will finally get sacked. But I mean uh yeah. It's, I was actually it, I was wondering there for a second, is like, yeah, is is Anthony talking about uh, Leeds or is he talking about United? Yeah, is this the know? United story since Sir Alex Ferguson has left? Yeah, the close to the He'll always try to United in somehow. We'll try yeah. and get in. Well, we're third place, guys. We're third place. You know, don't knock us. Don't knock us. <laughs> we'll have to throw you on a United band, like, so you're not allowed to talk about United in the next episode. That's not going to happen. That is going to happen. Unless you physically come to Cambridge and restrain me, that's not going to happen. Liverpool Do you know league, I, you don't hear me melting on about They'll come in fourth place or third place. Well, we've heard you melting on about them being in second place there all last season, and we've heard about melting on about the winning the league this season. So look, we're used to you melting on any markets. Just I, we're we're finally getting a chance to start. We're 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 finally starting to show some progress at United. So we're starting to get a bit louder in ourselves. We've a little bit more confidence to start speaking out maybe about our club. But definitely, look, I mean, as regards United, it's been mismanaged. For years now, um, oh, yeah. from the board and from the um, the owners, uh, hopefully that will be sorted shortly, and they'll, they'll get the show back on the road. We can maybe win a trophy or two. That'd be lovely. God forbid. But uh, yeah. Anyway, keeping on topic, guys. Leeds. Yeah. So uh, it, at is the mo- it is at the moment. At the moment, United don't have the two hands in the hurl. Why are you keep bringing up United in this conversation? <laughs> well, okay, United then. United Leeds United don't have their two hands in the hurl. Well, not fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, United don't have their. United haven't had a hand in the hurl since uh, since Sir Alex left, unfortunately. But as regards Leeds, I mean, look, it is great to see them back. All joking aside, it is great to see them back in the Premier League. They are, they are a Premier League OG. You know, they are there since the start. They were a really good first team, uh, first division club. Were the last club I think to win the first division before it became the Premier League. So to have, yeah. you know, there were always great players. Johnny Giles, I mean, is a, it's you know one of our own is a is a Leeds legend. You know, it's it it is a club that we have seen down through the years, kind of shine, and it's it, it has been hard uh, to see them kind of go through the depths that they've gone through. But they're coming back to the Premier League now, which will be nice to have them back. And extraordinarily this week, being linked with Edison Cavani, which would be an unbelievable transfer <laughs> if they could pull it off. Even I, so, even I know that that would be a big, that would be a big deal. Yeah, that would be incredible, and I, I hope it happens because I really would like them to stay in the Premier League. All joking aside, because yeah, I don't know. There were as I was growing up, Leeds were a really good team, and anytime we played Leeds, you got a hard game, and I'd like to see that come back because I think it's only right for the people. They're great fans there. Well, being cool. honest, they have to make a big sign and stay in the the Premier League. Like I mean, Bamford is a great attacker firm but he, he wouldn't be of Premier League standard being honest so they need their biggest challenge to stay in the Premier League is to I mean there will be a cash injection there I don't know how much from coming up from the championship they're going to have to use it wisely and I mean it's no point being kind of a yo-yo going up to the Premier League and then be facing relegation next year so if they can manage it right and the boost that, like the income boost that it will be going into the premier uh, premiership with the say uh, say television contracts and all of that, if they do it wisely, they could be there for a few years. And I think that's the biggest challenge for them to make the right signings and utilize the resources properly and not go 
yo-yo back because if a team goes down, they can be down for a long time as they were 14 year. Yeah, yeah. So Definitely. at the moment, at the moment, do you think Leeds has their two hands in the hurl, TJ? Oh, definitely. Definitely. After all the hurt to bounce back this year and no uncertainty, no playoffs, nothing. They definitely have the two hands in the hurl. TJ, did we, did we just get a straight answer off TJ with no, <laughs> with no but? I don't say Why? buts. I don't say buts. <laughs> Boys, that is... We only imagine really... it, guys. We only imagine this. Yeah, I'm writing this date and time down, lads. This is another one for the history books. Historic days. <laughs> TJ, TJ answered the question without using but. 14.04 and 20 seconds, to be exact. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> bud. Thanks, bud. Perfect. So, Anto, do they have their two hands in the hurls? Yeah, two hands in the hurl and two <laughs> hands on the binoculars, a.k.a. Spygate. <laughs> Mark, Mark believes they have the two hands in the hurl. Oh, yes. Always will. Oh, yes. Always will. Oh, Always yeah. Will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll move on to GA. This is where TJ will shine. And he has shone in the last couple of while there since we told him to turn up his mic. So, um, TJ, I believe you wanted to talk about uh, the attendance at GA matches. Um, yeah, I'll let you take it away. Yeah, no, it was a big conversation during the week. I mean, when the Wexford Championship was shown on TG Cahar last week, I mean, Wexford Park, well able to hold, I stand corrected, about 24,000, 25,000 at least, and to have 200 supporters, sorry, players and supporters there was actually a travesty. And watching games last night, uh, the Limerick Championship last night, Kilmallock and the Piercing, the same thing, 200 supporters at it but uh, kind of a spanner was thrown into the works there yesterday with Ulster GA announcing that 400 supporters could go to a game so if you take for example Anthony you'd know in Leash as well, most club games take place outside the county grounds I mean you say junior intermediate or that so to kind of have a thing that only 200 supporters can go to a game in a club pitch say in Sligo and then over the border which would be close in Fermanagh or if you look at Donegal and Derry I mean a radius of maybe three to five mile and to have a difference of 50% I, I don't think it makes sense I genuinely don't and especially county grounds that are able to hold multiple of thousands I mean the least like the lowest capacity ground can hold I say about 12 to 14,000 anyway um, to let in only 200 supporters and I was just chanting I, I don't want to waffle on much longer um, but I was chanting to lads I train with the club I'm with and they were saying it could cause conflict within clubs because you could have lifelong supporters and you have a raffle for tickets and you could have people falling out because they're not getting a ticket because there are 30, 30 players on each team 24 can only be like 15 starting nine subs and then five officials. So there's only about roughly 100 to 120 tickets left for two, support, two sets of supporters. People are going to miss out and lifelong supporters that never miss the game up to this could lose out and could cause conflict within clubs. It's seriously good, like, yeah. Like, especially in terms of GA where it is, it's grassroots, like it's it's your parish is going to play 
like it could be going to play the next parish over like so that that's like your whole parish gets behind you you know and yeah, it's tribal. If, yeah if you're saying you can only bring it's not even 200 supporters it's 200 minus players which is probably like off both sides player supporters or players and officials you're probably taking at least 50 away there so it's 150 it's between 120 and 150 supporters uh between two clubs like and you're saying there's a lot of people that will miss out in terms of the lads that would go to any game and support you know, their club no matter what. Oh, definitely. Like, if you listen to, say, the public health advice, everyone, like even Tony Houlihan and uh, Professor, sorry, Dr. Glynn, who's after taking over now, they're saying that they're, they give advice, but they are areas that they may not have expertise in, say, retail outlets say restaurants or that i i don't think i don't think there was enough and now i stand corrected on it well i don't think the same luxury was given to the gea i mean you have croke park that it holds eighty three thousand seven hundred or 500 and if a club match was to be played in croke park this minute which would never happen but if it was to be played in croke park this minute only 200 people would be allowed in yeah, it looked ridiculous. Oh, it's and I mean to have a club game and have a club ground and a county ground. There's no comparison there either. Be like comparing Nolan Park to Croke Park. And mm. what, what do you think, Mark? Um, I, like, my experience, like in the if you just take out sports, like it's not really been pleased well. Like if I go down to all of that now to watch a game, there's people going to be buzzing to try and see a match. If it, that's, that's the thing. Like, and it's not going to be pleased. They're just going to let people, anyone kind of wander and all that in. Really, they'll tr- they'll mean well, but like, it's going to be more at games than any game. What can I give my two cents on this? We'll allow it. We'll allow it. I don't think it matters. Ooh, why not? Because I think the GA season is going to be cancelled. Controversial. Why you say uh, maybe, maybe, but look, it's like this. We've got amateur players taking a public health risk. Uh, numerous teams have already gone into lockdown. I think if that continues, we're asking people that rely on their work to pay their bills. We're asking them to take two weeks out to isolate I don't think it's a, it's um, I don't think it's really acceptable to be honest. I don't think really we should have had a GA season this year because it's an amateur sport and because they don't get wages paid by the sport. So, I think if this keeps going the way it's going, I think we will see a cancellation of the GA season. Unfortunately, it kills me to say this. I mean, I'm not, I'm, the, you know, I love the GA. I'm from Cameras. It's the home of hurling for God's sake. So, I, I'd love to see GA keep going, but I do, I think it's going to come to a point where they will cancel the season. That's just my two cents on it. I can't disagree with you, Anthony. I mean, if you look at this week and not going off topic, if you were to look back at, say, there's still an awful lot of GEA players involved in trades. Um, I mean, carpenters, plumbers, all of that. Now, they are, say, since the higher education boom came in, I mean, there's an awful lot of players going on to third level and they won't go into a trades. But just say, for example, the ones in the trades, you're after having three building sites closing down, and if there are only 10 players involved in different clubs, 
with the cases there. It could be. Now, the biggest question we were asking, because um, I heard of a case in Kilkenny, that uh, there was a suspicion of a case in it. And, I mean, that club had to go into quarantine. Now, I mean, they can go get tests and all of that, but until the tests take place, those people can't go to work. Now, we're on about Mahone at starting the American Football League, that he's paid even if he's injured. You have GA players that are getting not money a dinner voucher. Now, they might yeah. be enforcements outside it. They might get, be ambassadors for cars or anything. They're luxury inter-county players have. But if you have the ordinary club player that has a mortgage, has loans and everything, to be told that they can't go to work, I mean, no matter what government supports are there, that's not going to be a help to those to after their finances, especially when they're not professional. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Have to agree with you, TJ. Yeah, the voice of wisdom, as always. Um, <laughs> especially, I'm going to bring it back to you, turning up your mic. Yeah, that's the massive difference of this week. Um, yeah. The tables have turned truly now, Lance. TJ doesn't wake up, so... Not talking through me arse anymore, so... <laughs> <laughs> you, can just, you can just see that the tree was to you. You can talk all the wisdom, so... <laughs> yeah, I'm happy with he talking wisdom and me talking shit. That's what I'm good at. It is, to be fair. You are really good at it. Yeah, yeah. Really good right. at it. And just me in the corner, then. <laughs> in the just corner, Mark. and everybody there. <laughs> Mark, Mark, with the echo that's in your room right now, it actually sounds like you're in the bathroom. Maybe I am in the bathroom. You probably are, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was flushed there, all right. I was thinking I heard something, all right. Uh. He's just standing there admiring himself in the mirror, going, look at the sexiest man alive. Look how beautiful I am. Just Lad, You hear what you want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Not to go Liam, on. you have something to talk to us about. I do. We have, coming up, is the high ball, lads. I like that. Good. We need to get something for that high ball. You're like a little yeah, bit of music we, to play. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Like yeah. serious music to play in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Big type. Right. So, lads, the high ball for the last two weeks has been on two kind of, uh, let's say, serious-ish topics. So I said this it's been week. about sex, lads. Let's be honest. It's yeah. Been about been sex. About it's been about sex and TJ and his <laughs> massive knowledge of porn for some reason. <laughs> long lockdown, lads. A long lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the question I pose to ye is, have you ever watched Looney Tunes, lads? Yeah? Oh, yeah. when I was a little pup. Yeah, yeah. Little pup. A wee pup. Right. So draw it a little bit. Do you know Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you going? Who, where I'm going with this is right here and right now. Who's harassing who? Is Wiley Coyote harassing the Roadrunner, or is the Roadrunner harassing Wiley Coyote? Take it away. I think I need a cup of tea before. <laughs> Why are you asking such a question? <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. <laughs> I think there's uh, something funny in this orange juice I'm drinking here because that question makes no sense at all. Uh, uh, who is harassing who? Wow. Okay. It, like, yeah, okay. Strictly in a, in a sort of like, come here, I want to give out to you manner. Not obviously in any other sadistic or, you know, sinister manner, obviously, we're, t- we're not talking about. So, uh, 
Right, well, let's just listen to the next five minutes of silence. <laughs> well, I'm trying to make sense. I don't even know how to even answer this. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way I'll throw it to you, lads, I think, <laughs> I think the Roadrunners are asking Wiley, right? Because Wiley is just minding his own business until the Roadrunner zooms along, stops next to him, gives his little fucking me me, and then and then fucks off again, yeah. So I think it's the Roadrunner harassing Wiley. I think Wiley is just genuinely a nice guy, and then you have this lad meep meeping up beside you. That would drive me nuts, lads. So you think the Roadrunner is an antagonist? Basically, Wiley Coyote is just an ordinary, decent OAP going about his business, and then you have this yabo who just wants yeah. to, like, you know, break his window and run away, kind of thing. Yeah. That's, that's where you're going. That's okay. It, yeah. Yeah, I can't yeah, okay. that, actually. Well, they, actually, do you know, I don't mean to go off topic, do you know Tom and Jerry? Yes. I know of them. <laughs> they're, they're, my, they're, they're good lads. My, my theory on the two of them is they're the best of friends. Yeah, I saw this too. They're actually yeah, lovers. They're actually lovers, I think. Yeah, yeah. They're best friends, but the fact that they have to act as enemies because they're in... Cause they're meant to yeah. be enemies. Because other than that, to, Tom would get kicked out and you get in an actual cat that wants to kill Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> you see I think it's all about love that program because it's basically just a married relationship isn't it everyone wants to get along but like sooner or later you're going to be taking knives and hammers <laughs> to each other like it's just like you know as much and all as he wants it to work it's going to end in tears well not all the time obviously but you know it, there's never a it's, there's never a smooth marriage so I think Tom and Jerry might be a synopsis of that but um, yeah. I think I, I, I actually love the way that TJ brought up this topic here right now and didn't get to say anything about it so TJ what were you going to say? I'm not just going to say would the same theory be involved in the sense that like the creator I saw an interview the, uh, the creator Tom and Jerry Dunn and he actually said that is the reasoning behind it could it be the same concept in other words that um, the the it, would it be the same concept as Tom and Jerry? Could they actually be just kind of friendly rivals? No, I just generally think they're they're pissing each other off, rather than pissing really off. <laughs> but then you can go itchy and scratchy in The Simpsons. I mean, I oh, know that's a different a whole that's different <laughs> different ball game. That is. That's that's next week's topic. Next week's <laughs> all right. Lads, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off for a minute because right now I could really do a cup of tea, and I think he could do to 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 think about who is actually harassing who. Yeah, so we'll take a five minute tea break. We'll take a five minute. Shut up, fucking roadrunner, would you? We'll take, <laughs> we'll take a five minute tea break, and we'll come back. Yeah. Whatever you say, Wiley. Go and have a yeah. curly scone again, are you? Maybe. Ooh, Jesus, of course I am. Oh boys, we are back. We are back. It was a good old, good old tea break. Mark, did you get up to much? I had a quick little shower there now because oh, I was had a bit of a, a little court in there last night, so I kind of I need to. I feel a bit dirty. A bit dirty. Yeah, I'll clean now. Yeah. Feel nice and clean, thank you. Yeah. Fair is a bit of an echo in the background, there, Mark. I'd say you're probably in your bathroom as we speak. Are you? Yeah. You're still drying yourself. I could be. <laughs> I could me. He's, I could not be. Liam, he's standing in front of that big full length mirror that he has with all the light bulbs around it, just admiring himself, going, I'm the sexiest man alive. I, <laughs> that's that's, it, that's yeah. what he's up to. I thought I heard Look at me and my long hair. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I heard 
bit of Christine Aguilera there coming out dirty, like so. <laughs> <laughs> he's washing it off. He's like, yeah, just oh, get God. all this grime off me. <laughs> so hard. Sounds like a good, good old night, Mark. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Happy <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll uh we'll leave that that uh that topic for another day but uh yeah. we'll uh we'll bet on so boys before the break i uh i, I posed the question to you of who was harassing who was a wily coyote harassing the roadrunner or was the roadrunner harassing wily coyote um did you have time to think about it? what do you think what's the crack well, as it turns out, we had lots of time to think about it. Viewers, <laughs> what the listeners don't realise is that we had a whole like twenty-four hours basically to think about it now because the first recording we did just went tits up. So uh, <laughs> I'm, we're uh, back. I'm, bl- I'm blaming TJ. I'm blaming TJ. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean oh, that's that goes without saying. Yeah, I mean like TJ, it's your fault. He don't want to get the finger out, TJ. He want to grow up. Like, so he <laughs> what you forget, lads, is I have twenty-four hours to actually do me research and win this point. So that's what oh, win it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, with, with all your uh, research there, TJ, what do you think? Well, from a well-known website. TJ is well-known websites, lads, and he's not a porn. Is this not a porn website, TJ? The coyote appears separately as an occasional antagonist to Bugs Bunny in five shorts from 1952 to 1963. So that shows the coyote is wrong. Fuck you, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, talk about taking a Lads, not only did he fuck up the recording yesterday, now he's fucked up our whole conversation. Yeah. This is why it's the high ball, and you shouldn't have any research on it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> you want to grow up, you Yeah, grow up, you do it. 24... <laughs> Stop on. researching, man. He left it's it not re- open. <laughs> we talked. Ah, TJ. Break. Right, lads, lads. <laughs> TJ has cheated. TJ has cheated. So, Anthony, what, what's uh, what's your view on this? Well, just before we go on to my view on it, another breaking news next week: TJ is going to completely ruin the lottery by revealing the winning numbers before the lottery even takes place. So, <laughs> that's tune in for that next week. Um, my view is still uh, Wiley Coyote's just a dick. And the roadrunner is just being a young teenager going around knocking on people's doors and running away. He's harmless. He's yeah, just having the crack. That's an absolute dick move. It's not. Well, we all did it when we were four or five. That's, that's what we did when we were younger. Let's be honest. Like, I didn't. Cause up like, to my, someone's... My, neighbor, my neighbor was 100 yards up the road. I wasn't running 100 yards up the road. And they'd be able to... <laughs> they'd be able to see me going down the fucking hills sort of woods. I wasn't doing it. <laughs> it would be you to you know. <laughs> here, young O'Neill, come back here to kick the shit here. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have my old, I have my old waiting at the fucking door with a hurley tail. It was it, were the two hands on it. The fucking hurley. Go, go point, PJ. Good. Oh, that was <laughs> good, PJ. I'll give you that now. That's when you know you're in trouble, boy. Was it a new <laughs> trick or treating or something? Go up, knock the door instead of going trick or treat. Beep beep. <laughs> yeah, me me. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I'm still on the roadrunner side, let's be honest with you, because if Wiley swung a hurl at him, I think the roadrunner's going to duck underneath that hurl, turn around, plant him with a head button, run away, and throw him a little, and away out. I like that. I think that's okay. Perfectly acceptable. 
I don't know, no, Anthony. I think, uh, Mark, Mark, what's your uh, your view on this? You see, with me, you're getting an organic reaction because I honestly didn't have the time to research in the last 24 hours. Cause That's the shot. Well, neither the rest of us, Mark, just teach you to put like, over it. Know yourself. But, like, I, just at the end of the day, as Roy Keane would say, um, road owners just being an absolute anchor. At the end of the day, like, lads. At the end of the day. I'm good. <laughs> Mark, that sounded more like your orgasm than laughing like Roy Keane, to be fair. Just, oh. It did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the Rodorance has been an arsehole. Like. Like, he's, like, he's like the lad in school who's like, uh, I'm only messing. Hits oh, you. I'm only messing. Lads, Hits yeah. you again. Only I'm only messing. Yeah, your man gives you the dead yeah. arm and then like, I'm only joking, like when you know, yeah, okay. I'm only yeah, messing. You keep doing it. Uh, I'm only messing, though. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Off. But like, what about okay. Wiley trying to drop a rock on like the, the road runner's head? Is that not like the same? Well, guy? if Just I like... if I say if I say if I kept running past you and hitting you, dude, kept doing it, you're you're gonna get angry at me. Well, look, I, well, to be fair now, like the road runner doesn't actually hit anybody. <laughs> He's only flying like... down along the road there, like at a fair at a fair old speed, tipping on doing his own thing, like. And it's Wiley's getting involved, getting all up in his grill, like. You know what I mean? Like if Wiley just stood out of the way, like and let the road runner pass, all he gets is a little meep and away he went. Like it's an absolute. wants to like open his grill, like it's provoked. Yeah, you know, the road runner is just is he's wrecking Wiley's tits. So he is. Yeah, you know, like if as Mark said, if you were the lad fucking running up to you and meep meep and fucking off, then and coming back and doing the same thing, and every thirty seconds, all you hear in your ears, meep meep, gone <laughs> back, meep meep. Gone back, maybe that is going to annoy anyone. I, I'm pretty sure, like me doing that to three times there has annoyed the listeners. All right? <laughs> can I just point yeah. out that can I just point out that Liam, when he used to be younger, was actually good crack. Now he's got all old and sensible, and he's now no fun at all. That would have been what we would call good old fashioned harmless fun knocking at someone's door, or just in this case, going and then running away. That used to be called harmless fun. It still wrecks your tits, though, doesn't it? Hand well, hang on, Oli. Let's no, put no, this no, in perspective. No, right. Yeah, I am. That's what I'm trying to do, and you're cutting me off. Harmless fun right. can still wreck your tits. Can't it? Right. Don't do TJ on this now. It's a yes or no. <laughs> I'm not doing a TJ. I'll, I'll <laughs> answer your question yes or no. I'll answer your question after I give my two cents, right? If you walk <laughs> up to your neighbor's door... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we don't want to if you innocently, yes no. your... no, I don't if want to listen innocently... to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not listening to you. You're not in politics where you have to fucking answer a roundabout question. Yes or no? Okay, I, yes or no. I'll give you a yes or no answer. So. Okay, give her a yes or no answer. If you go up to your. No, <laughs> I didn't, you didn't cut me off that time. I was actually about to get it out there. Crap. Right, okay. Here's oh, the here's okay. serious What's that record hits? If you, it is wrecking my tits that you keep putting across me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly we're, the same thing. We're being, we're being the roadrunner on you right yeah. now. No, you're being my like, Because look, if you walked up to your neighbor's door and the neighbor dropped a rock on top of your head or set a load of spikes out in front of you, you'd be fairly annoyed there too, wouldn't you? Like when you're only running around minding your own business. Like. But why well, did the neighbor do it? You wouldn't first, be. Hey, you're not minding your own business. Because the neighbor's just being a dick, like Wiley. You're not minding your own business though. You're going up to knock on his door and run away. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, harmless phone. Knock on the door, like. Oh, was that he? Runner didn't knock on the door. He isn't. <laughs> he was. Yeah. I mean, he's. He didn't even have hands to knock, like. Me, me. So if a, mm. 
driving up the road yeah. with a loud exhaust, absolutely mm-hmm. the shit out of it. You'd say you should yeah. rock on the car. Mm-hmm. Mimi. <laughs> See, do you, do you find that annoying, lads? <laughs> that's just har- that's just harmless fun. <laughs> Look at the road runner. Mm-hmm. Nature that doesn't have a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right, boys. Look, look. I think look. Me, me and T are just we're we're all G's. We're gonna stick with the road runner. You're just young and yeah. No cracks. Yeah, Wiley Coyote needs to throw the two hands in the hurl and absolutely pull and give the road runner a white a right all whack. Yeah, the head ball and all. Like. As I said, I think the road runner is gonna duck that shot, turn around, flank you with a head button, run away. Get in contact with us though, guys, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and let us know your comments. Because this is a 50-50. We need the, the viewers are in on this one. Let us, uh, let us know your answer. TJ, you don't count in this one, actually. So it's, it's, more of a, it's more of a 66-33 split because TJ cheated. It's 66-33 split, as if that makes any sense at all. Two-thirds of the majority, basically, have voted, and all of a sudden, I have the power. Like, that doesn't make any sense, like... If it's sixty six thirty three, then it's Wiley. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Even I'll admit that. <laughs> Wiley is being uh, Wiley is being harassed. Fair enough. If it's sixty six thirty three, we're not including TJ because TJ he took it too seriously and actually researched the topic because it's the high ball. It's supposed <laughs> to be authentic. So uh, then it's sixty six thirty three, and uh, it Immi- is Wiley. Boo TJ. Immi- boo boo. Hey guys, guys, guys! Before before you start booing TJ, right? Remember. TJ's presenter next week, so uh, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna That's get our asses handed to us. Let's just be honest about that. So, <laughs> I can't wait for that one, boys. He took a break. Yeah, he'll, no, you do nothing. You'll do nothing. You'll do nothing, boy, huh? You'll do nothing. We took a break, lads, like a good me, me, me. to take every advantage you can get. You do fucking nothing. <laughs> me, me, me. Me, me. All right, lads, guys, remember, if it's a nine for us, it's going to be a nine for the listeners. So that's, uh... <laughs> All right, boys, look, uh, we'll chat to you next week. Thanks for coming back on after your tea break, your 24-hour research and tea break for TJ. Um, happy days, boys. <laughs> chat to you next week. Okay, thanks for listening. Thanks a million. Thank you. Good luck, good luck, good luck. Thank you for listening to the Two, Two Hands in a Hurl podcast. podcast.